Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the PLC Arundel Experience. You're here with Jordan Anton Official, and we are talking in this audio episode about a topic none other than more exercise equals more calories. What? Let's explore that a little bit deeper. But before we do, a big thank you from me, Jordan Anton Official, and the PLC Arundel Experience for tuning in and listening to us today. We appreciate the support. We love our fans and we love our followers. We love it. So if you love our stuff, our content, please remember to give this video a like and pop a comment below with anything, a topic, an idea you would like us to talk about next time. Remember, if you haven't already, hit subscribe to that YouTube channel and make sure the notifications bell is turned on. And if you're on Spotify, make sure you hit follow so you keep getting all the updates. And check us out on all of our other channels as well. We're on Instagram, Facebook, of course. We're also on Twitter and Snapchat. So do check us out. We like to be everywhere. All right, so we were going to be talking about today, yes, more exercise equals more calories. What does this mean? Does that mean it's a, it's a sanctuary that we can, oh yeah, I can exercise more and eat more food, woo! Possibly, depends what your goal is. Depends what you're wanting to do. Is your goal to simply exercise so you can enjoy food and have a balanced lifestyle? Is your goal to try and lose body fat? Is your goal to try and increase muscle mass? Is your goal to increase performance? What is your goal? That is quite important. You need to ask yourself first before acting on what we're talking about today. Quite simply what it means, and it relates to a lot of things. It relates to the energy turnover theory that I've talked about before. It relates to metabolic damage, and it just relates to your overall good health. And the speed at which you will get your results. So if we're going to exercise more, we quite simply need to eat more. Why? Let's have a look at the energy balance seesaw or the energy balance equation the way this is oh sorry the way what this is and the way this works is the way that your body gains weight loses weight in the form of muscle mass body fat is how much energy you put in versus how much energy is put out now energy put in is determined by how much food you stick in your gob yes how much food you eat the energy the calories the energy in in this equation comes from food what is in our diet what are we eating that is what determines your daily calories coming in now what determines it going out is a multitude of things. Your total daily energy expenditure, that is your basal metabolic rate, your BMR, so how many calories your body needs to simply exist through, through your cells, metabolic energy turnover just to simply exist. So that's your, that's your diaphragm enabling you to breathe, your cells, your skin cells replicating, growing new hair, your brain functioning. All of this stuff requires calories to keep going, to keep the main engine room running. That's you, your, your, your body. You will have a base basal metabolic rate, your baseline calories that you need to simply exist. And then through testing several algorithms, you can get this done through investing and in doing a body scan. Usually your local health and fitness center is determining your total daily energy expenditure. Now this is based off some general questions about how much activity you do on a daily through your job and through your exercise and then determining how much muscle mass you have because we know roughly how much energy muscle uses to simply exist and then by analyzing uh, what activities you do, your activity level through your job and through your exercise routine, 
how much of your total daily energy expenditure you need. So how many calories you need. You've got your baseline, your basal metabolic rate. You need to simply exist. And then we add a little bit more to get your total daily energy expenditure. So that's the calories you need to just simply go about your day-to-day -day life, doing your exercise, doing your work. Now, let's assume that we're in, in that TDEE, the total daily energy expenditure, let's assume that you are exercising, you're getting in there and doing exercise for an hour a day. Um, and let's assume that's, that's, that exercise is burning 500 calories. Let's keep it a nice, easy, round number. You've got your, your BMR calories. We've also got some calories in there for your work, your job. And then we've got the 500 calories of exercise that you do every day. And that gives you your total daily energy expenditure the calories you need to eat to simply stay the same no matter your goal whether it is to grow muscle grow muscle or to lose body fat increase your performance if you eat that amount of calories the tdee in theory you should stay exactly the same because you're not giving your body a deficit of energy to help it lose body fat because remember body fat is just stored energy for a later time for when your body is technically starving, doesn't have enough energy being supplied to it, that's when your body will dive into the body fat energy. Likewise, if we're trying to increase our performance and grow muscle, then we need a little bit more energy coming into the body and making sure our macronutrients, uh, uh, the ratios are nicely balanced for what you're trying to do. Make sure you're not just taking in all that extra energy from just carbs or just proteins or just fats. You've got your macronutrients correct. So yes, if we're trying to increase the muscle, increase the performance, then yes, we need to be a little bit higher than the TDEE. Otherwise, we will just stay the same. Stay the course until your body balances out. We've talked about in another episode before a term called homeostasis. This is a term that refers to your body leveling everything out. So if you, if your goal is to try and increase your muscle mass and get stronger and you're eating your TDEE for what your body needed to, uh, to, to achieve that, to make that happen, your body will eventually level out. It'll, it'll maximize its ability with those calories, with those macronutrients, before that TDEE needs to be increased. You'll level out. Now, we're talking specifically about if you were to increase the amount of exercise. So if we're eating that TDEE for our goal, we're continuing on our path, and we've decided to double up on our exercise routine. We've decided to do two workouts a day. We've decided to cycle twice as long or play two games on the court, uh, two more work, uh, you know, an extra workout, whatever it is. We've now gone from 500 calories worth of exercise to 1,000 calories of exercise. So we need that extra 500 calories of energy from somewhere. And if you're not going to increase your calories, your TDEE, if you're gonna keep your TDEE the same, then what you have essentially done by increasing your exercise by 500 calories, you're demanding 500 calories more energy from your body to perform that task. So if it's performance-based, yes, you're going to need the energy to do the performance. If you're doing more exercise to try and increase your muscle mass, so you're, you're training for hypertrophy uh, in the hopes to create more of a stimulus to help you grow the muscle mass more, you're demanding 500 more calories from your body in order to do that. Now, if you were already eating your TDEE, the amount of energy your body needs to simply stay the same, to stay the course, You've now taken energy away from that pool, from that pool of calories, that pool of energy, that bank of calories for the day, 
by increasing the amount of calories you need by 500 without eating more, you've now decreased the amount of energy available to your body. That TDEE is now 500 calories less, less available to you for the repair and recovery process and for your basal metabolic rate, your body's systems. Essentially what you've done by increasing the energy and needing 500 calories more, you've put your body into a deficit. You're no longer eating the total daily energy expenditure of what you need to stay the same. You're now eating less than what you need to stay the same. You're in a deficit. You need to eat 500 calories more in order to stay the same, to supply that 500 calories to the new exercise. If you, if you don't, you're in a 500 calorie deficit and what that's going to do to your body in terms of performance, strength gain, uh, speed, whether you're trying to increase your ability on the court, your skills, uh, muscle mass growth, you're, you're limiting your ability to do this. If anything, you're halting your ability to do this because you're in a deficit. You're not giving your body the energy it needs to perform the task and get better at the task. Because remember, the way we get better, whether it's strength, whether it's reflexes, whether it's... Um, uh, coordination on the court, whether it's trying to build muscle through hypertrophy training, the way that we get better at doing anything is doing progressive overload. So making your body do something it's never done before. And if you're not supplying your body with the energy and the resources to do that, it's not going to be able to do that. If anything, it's going to be extremely hard to push yourself to that point. And then you'll later down the track, when you've finished your exercise, whatever it is you're doing for the activity, you're not going to have the resources to repair and recover. Yes, because you're 500 calories down worth of resources. Even if that 500 calories was made up of carbohydrates, you've now lost a ton amount of energy that's going to affect your performance. If it's a mixture, you've lost a bit of protein now. So you've got less recovery resources to repair for that new activity that you've just done to your body. So what's going to happen is you're in a deficit. This is going to gear your body towards weight loss. Now, depending what you're doing for exercise, and 500 calories is quite a severe chop in calories for a deficit, is you will potentially lose some muscle mass and you will start losing body fat by increasing that amount of exercise, energy expenditure, energy out, the output of energy, without increasing the input, your body's now going to need to get that energy from somewhere. You're not giving it to your body through food, and you're gonna keep doing that extra workout, that extra 500 calories worth of exercise. So the way it's going to do it, because you're in a deficit, your body thinks, right, now we're starving, we're not getting the food, the right amount of food that we need to do what, well, our brain is making us do. Our brain is making us do all of this, plus we've got the BMI, our body systems, all of the engines that are running every day that demand this amount of calories regardless. And now we're doing all this extra physical activity and the food's not available. Where are we gonna get it from? Right, that stored body fat, that energy that we put away for a rainy day on those days that we ate too much in the first place. That's what it's gonna do. In an ideal world, that is what it's gonna do. So depending what your goal is, by increasing your exercise without increasing your food, you've actually done yourself a disservice. It might feel good, it might sound good on, on paper, in theory, by doing more work, you're gonna get more results, yes, but you need the resources to back it up. You need the energy, you need the recovery resources to help you grow, get better and stronger. 
If you don't, you're going to go backwards in terms of that goal. You're not going to get stronger, faster. You're not going to grow bigger muscles. However, if our goal is focusing on dropping weight, dropping body fat, we may, we may potentially lose muscle mass in this process because to lose body fat, you have to be in a deficit of energy. So less energy coming in than you are outputting which is exactly the situation that we've been put in by increasing the amount of exercise and workouts that we're doing every day. We're now in a deficit. So we're in a, we're in a position to start burning away body fat. If this is your goal, if your goal is to burn body fat, then by ramping up the amount of exercise you're doing, you've done a better job at putting yourself into a calorie deficit. Now bear in mind, your performance will still drop. You will feel the, um, the effects and you will experience the performance drop by having less calories available to you for that second lot of exercise or that extra lot of exercise. So you will feel more lethargic, more tired. You will experience a drop in your strength. Um, if at the very least you will not probably increase your strength because you don't have the energy there. You will you will lose body fat because you are in a deficit. That is the that is the prime environment that you need to be in for your body to lose body fat. Now bearing something in mind when you are losing your body fat, we did mention earlier about a term called homeostasis, where your body levels things out, where when you do something to your body for a long enough period of time, whether it's exercise, uh, doing a certain activity, lifting X amount of weights, X amount of volume uh, every, every day, eating X amount of calories and macronutrients every day, your body will level out and this will become your body's new normal. This is called homeostasis, where it becomes happy. No bodily systems are stressed out. There's not too much food. There's not too little food. You're not working too hard for what your body's capable of doing. Everything is content and happy. This is homeostasis, your new normal. This will happen to your metabolism as you decrease your calories. So we've entered a calorie deficit. Yes, um, if our goal was to lose the body fat, fantastic, we're there. Now, it doesn't mean when it comes to losing body fat, you can just simply stay in a deficit forever and the body fat will come off. No, because your body will be trying to find homeostasis. Because your body's starving, your body is starving right now, and it doesn't want to be starving. It wants to be able to survive comfortably off the amount of food that it is being given. So you've ramped up the amount of exercise you're doing, yes? And that is not going anywhere. You've now entered a deficit. Your body's going to start pulling from body fat initially. It needs this energy from somewhere that you're demanding of it. However, your body's going to find a way that it doesn't have to keep relying on that body fat. Because that body fat is a last resort. That is your survival mechanism to stay alive. It doesn't want to chew up all the body fat because then it's got no reserves in the tank. Your body doesn't want that. It's going to find, try as hard as it can to find homeostasis. It's new normal under these new conditions. It will do that in part by decreasing your metabolism, your metabolic speed, the way or the speed at which you burn through your calories and the energy and also the amount of muscle mass that you have. It will start to atrophy your body. It will start to catabolize. Catabolic is when your body destroys muscle mass. It will start to do this on a slow process because muscle mass requires energy. It demands calories to simply exist, let alone do exercise. 
If you want more muscle mass, you need to have more energy coming in, more calories to fuel the machine. And then bigger machines require even more energy to move and to work. So if we're exercising more, if we're working more, your body's going to try and reduce the size of the engines and the machines, that's your muscles, so that there's less calories needed for them to simply exist and less calories needed for you to do all this extra work that you're doing. So that is one of the ways, one of the reasons why you will start to catabolize, you'll atrophy, lose muscle mass, and your metabolism will slow down, in part due to the less muscle mass, because the more muscle mass you have, the faster your metabolism is, because the more calories you're burning. That's the energy turnover theory. Then likewise, your body will find as many ways and as many systems as possible to slow your metabolic rate down, the rate at which your cells metabolize energy. And that's so it can become used to, it can find homeostasis for your TDEE, that amount of calories that you were feeding your body all the way back in the beginning that we talked about, because that hasn't changed. You decided not to give your body more food, but exercise more. So your metabolism is now going to slow down so that it can handle the new workload with the same amount of food that you gave it. What will happen in real world results is that you will experience initially a bit of a drop in body fat and body weight, and that'll be partly due to the body fat and the muscle mass decreasing. Over time, your body will decrease your muscle mass as much as it needs to, and then it will stop, so it has enough muscle mass to continue doing what is demanded of your body through your exercise and activities. And it'll decrease your metabolism to the point where it is content and it has reached homeostasis. That is partially uh, part of a topic we've talked about in another episode called uh, calories and metabolic damage. How if you do this and your calories go too low for what your body is needing, then you can actually damage your metabolism and it's very hard to get back from. Now what, this hap now what happens to you when you get to this point, when your body finds this homeostasis, it levels out, it's content, it's happy, you stop losing body fat. So if that was your goal, well, it's going to be short-lived. So doing that is a short-lived um, move. It, it is a move that you can pull out to try and lose body fat, but it's going to be short-lived in terms of the results. You will plateau, plateau. You will halt in the results because your metabolism has slowed down and you will have lost a little bit of muscle mass, which, which sucks. That sucks. That's not what we want when we're trying to drop body fat. Likewise, if that wasn't your goal, if your goal was to try and increase your performance, get stronger, grow more muscle, well, you're going to have a real hard time of doing that. You're probably going to go backwards a little bit. So if you're going to exercise more, you need to eat more to compensate for what you're doing, no matter what your goal is. So if you're going to do it, if, you, if you're going to exercise more to decrease your body fat, it will work for a short time, but then you'll need to increase your calories a little bit. And you need to keep that cycle going. Likewise, if your goal is the opposite end, then if you're going to increase your activity, your energy output, you need to increase your energy input to compensate. All right, well, that's it for me. I'm going to wrap it up there before we go around in circles. So thank you for listening, folks. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate the support from all the fans and followers, of course. And until next time on the next episode, I'll catch you later. Bye.